Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Regular Features. 60. I started off loud and I'm getting progressively quieter. Good luck whoever edits this, <laughs> Gav. <laughs> My name is Steve Hogarty huh? and I'm sitting in a room with... Me, Jonathan Blythe. And me, Gavin Murphy. Hooray. Hi. Oh, it's, it's good to be here again. I've just watched the episode of Quantum Leap where... Sam jumps into the body of a soldier returning from Japan after World War Two. Nice. And he has a Japanese wife, but his mum doesn't like the Japanese wife. Oh. And he needs to make his mum accept the Japanese wife before he can leap. Because she will go on to give birth to Dwight Eisenhower or something. <laughs> That's the thing. I always like them when they're like, maybe we should save this actually, but I always like them when they have like a, like a really over, I think you said like the first episode is like the, it ends up being, or you said, it ends up being the, the woman who, the, the guy who hates the leap thing yeah, it ends up being yeah. a woman who loves well the, the thing about Gods of Leap is that it's um it's like all the changes that <laughs> that's he's a making. really confusing summary of a series <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know <laughs> no one knows what I was confused when I was saying it but the changes that he makes are always really small and have no mm. no major impact on, on on things and that's why the quantum leap program the military elites were getting quite upset at the fact that he wasn't using his time traveling abilities to affect greater change for America's mm. um, uh, circumstances in the future, I do. I I, me- I remember this. I I remember it well. Remember, remember it well. I, me- I remember it so well. It's taken up vile bits of language. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're older than us, so like our Game of Thrones is like your Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah, that that and the Goon Show. <laughs> and Bill and Ben <laughs> and Watch with Mother that's what you watch well, we you can... watch Mad Men <laughs> bring on the jingle well it's time for my regular feature I say with all the solemnity of a man who knows his feature is not up to par. Don't say that. So that is, could you email me this twice now? <laughs> saying, oh, I well, yeah, out. I emailed you the concept. You sent me Google Hangout messages saying you were so excited about the feature that you're going to do. Well, maybe the readers will decide whether I'm telling the truth or you are. <laughs> I have been reading, or trying to read, a Catherine Cookson novel called Lone Eagle. It's a book that I have not managed to get through a single paragraph of because it makes me cross. Is Catherine Cookson like Danielle Steele? Same sort of like... Hang on. Softcore porn. I might have to go back and find out whether it is actually Danielle Steele or Maeve Binchy. All these stupid, Maeve stupid Binchy. women. Yeah. Just Mills and Boone. <laughs> stupid women. Stop writing books. Yeah. Leave I it, think leave it, it to Danielle Stephen Steele. King and Clive Barker. <laughs> <laughs> They know their way around a dictionary, you <laughs> stupid birds. Good I remember, manly names as well. Yeah. I remember being on holidays with my parents before, and there was a library in the hotel, and it was such a fucking boring holiday, but It by Stephen King was in there. And there's a lot of sex scenes in It. I remember just going into the toilet and wanking to one of the scenes. Oh, you what? But don't yeah. all the sex scenes in that ending... No, I'm thinking of James Herbert. Clowns. Sex scenes... And <laughs> a cloud is slowly appearing over a precipice. Luckily, that's my thing. So it all worked out, and it was the best holiday ever. <laughs> They were kids. No, not that. No, oh, no, they were adults. Yeah, so yeah, they, they kept jumping between back, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I've been reading this book. It's called Lone Eagle, and it's I have no idea what it's about, but here's a sample paragraph before I go into the game, which you can play. Yes, amazing. Reed was two and a half months old in May when Andy came home from work one night, looking excited. He had been named to be part of a commission going to Germany to hear testimony in the ongoing war trials. Is this a sex book? No, I thought so. 
It's not. It's about war trials. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey. I've I've tried looking for bits that look like they're about to get sexy, and you're going to see where that ends up. <laughs> They'd been going on for quite some time, the war trials, and lawyers of varying. <laughs> you speci- added that war trials. Well, I did because it had been a break between oh, okay. explaining <laughs> what they were about. I was just keeping the readers I, up. To I thought scratch. it was too funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, They've been going on for quite a while. The war trials. This this next line is the bit that gets me. Like <laughs> you were doing. You were doing the reading voice when you were actually trying to explain. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, it's this next line. line. Oh, God. <laughs> and lawyers of varying specialities were being recruited for several months each. It's like you can't be asked to fucking research your book, woman. <laughs> what, what kind of lawyers do you need in a war trial? And how uh, many months are they called? There's probably a lawyer. There's loads of them. Andy had been getting various kinds of legal experience. <laughs> what kinds of legal experience? You hag? <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> the ones like, you need for a war trial, I don't know. <laughs> and anyway, he, he was thrilled to be going to the war trial. So basically, he was thrilled. Yeah, he was thought it was a great honour for a man in his position who'd oh, been okay. studying and getting various kinds of legal experience at his father's law firm to be actually sent off to a, what amounts to the biggest kind of trial there is a war trial. Yeah. yeah it's Name one bigger trial Space trial. Space trials. Yes, when Gav. Humanity's you... on trial for uh, its crimes by the Q continuum. <laughs> <laughs> Gav, do I hear multiverse crimes from you? Planets on planet crimes. So planet like... on. <laughs> hey, planet hate crimes. Yes, I'll accept that. <laughs> that is pretty big. <laughs> Gav wins. Okay, because I've now given you a sample of that. Okay. I'm now going to test you and see when you think this next. P- Snippet or excerpt <laughs> <laughs> for you bookies out there <laughs> stops being Catherine Cookson and starts being an episode of Noel Fielding's luxury comedy. Call back, <laughs> nice. It seemed to Kate these days that an incredible number of people she knew had died, it was devastating. A number of boys she met at Harvard and MIT in the last couple of years, last couple of years, Noel Fielding. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Oh. Puppy, it's a puppy of years. I'm going to start that again. A number of boys she had met at Harvard and MIT in the past couple of years had been pecked to death by clockwork herons in a wigwam made out of melancholy <laughs> when one day a couple of tuxedo wolves came around with the ukulele and a theremin and they made a knitted carpet out of another emotion that's not melancholy but is just as poignant. And it really makes you think, yeah. And Kate wore the scarf <laughs> to the war trials of the rock badgers who had made forbidden smells near the candy floss duchess. I mean... Do you want to go first and guess? <laughs> <laughs> this is the bit, this is a passage that nearly felt like it was going to be a sex scene. And I want you to tell me when it stops leading up to being a half ass sex scene. And honk in when you think it's going to become a kind of half ass James Herbert horror book. They talked a lot that night, which was unusual for him, but they had so little time and so much pulling at them. <laughs> pulling Kate? at them? Yeah. That's the war trial. Kate noticed that he was partially undone in the trouser, and he had started trying to squirm out a bit of foreskin. (laughs) As if to say, shall I get the rest out? She squinted at him and champed her teeth, as though to say, if that comes anywhere near my face, I'll have the fuck up for breakfast, dinner and lunch. He leapt to his feet and let his tongue slide out of his mouth before slamming his chin on the table and hurling his severed tongue at her. She cackled hysterically and tried with little luck to fit it under her eyelid. They be... (laughs) 
I've gone wrong. This is good. They began tearing wet chunks from each other's buttocks and flung them into the fireplace where they crackled delightfully. He retrieved his dong and spraying blood and incoherent grunts into the air, he evolved into his final form, a beautiful butterfree. (laughs) (laughs) Butterfree. Yes. Awesome. This one is where they're talking about the marriage of a lady and how the many ways in which it could go wrong. Ooh, so many ways. And I'd like to you to buzz in when you think... It's gone wrong. My reading has gone wrong. Okay. What if she marries a boy who works at the bank and he gets hit by a streetcar? What if she marries a blacksmith and his hands are rough against her milkiness? Mm. What if she marries an advertising executive and he discovers one evening that she has a compulsion for taxonomy and has been cataloguing live insects and she wakes one morning to find a tanked caterpillar walking in a carefree manner over her rosy but still milky baps? (laughs) I like how we politely both aren't. We were like, I want to win, but I also want to hear what he's saying. Repetition of milky as well. Yeah, milk. Rosie, but still milky. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a callback to milkiness. Yeah, yeah. Not rather because, than repetition. Yeah. Can you imagine what rosy milk looks like? You were too Ooh. busy thinking Ooh, about your like strawberry milk. Strawberry milk. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. <laughs> I love that. I'd suck on them titties. Whoa. You know that being the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what if she marries a market trader whose stock is subpar? What if she marries a navy man who struts around the garden like a manicured peacocks in a phalanx formation with an unseemly array of cheerful young men? Asked Kate. (laughs) Yeah, replied Ross. And what if she marries a fat bloke? Imagine waking up and seeing a fat bloke's arseholes two inches above your nose. (laughs) And as Gav takes a preparatory swig on a bottle of Heineken, it's time for Gavin Murphy's regular feature. Who has seen the film Jaws? Never seen it before. Are you serious? No, I've seen it. It's well, not, you, it's you not even seen, a word. You haven't seen some films, though, so... The, yeah, that's true. There, <laughs> there are some films I haven't seen. Deny it. Deny, I dare you to deny that. <laughs> Didn't you say, aren't you the one who hasn't seen the one who hasn't seen Star Wars? No, I said, I think there's, like, most of one of the th- original three films I haven't seen. Okay. Well, that, that's different to what you told me. The bit where they're in the trees, I swear to God, I've never seen that bit before. The Return of the Jedi bit. Don't know. Don't ah, that was a oh. trick. I thought you were just fronting up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally never seen Star Wars. I mean, you think because of the PC games. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I like the film Jaws. It's probably my favorite film. And I realized this sort of summer, I thought, well, I don't read enough books, so I'm going to buy a lot of books. And I thought, well, where shall I start with my favorite film, Jaws, which I know is based on a novel. So I thought, well, I'll buy that. But obviously, I can't do anything right in the world. <laughs> so I've bought like... Is Jaws, sorry, is Jaws based on a novel? But Jaws is based on a book by Peter Benchley, yeah. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, I, I, I realised Jurassic Park is based on a... Michael Crichton film. Michael Crichton. Crichton film. <laughs> it's of based the same on, name. It's based on God. a film by Michael Crichton about Dinosaur Island. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yes, yeah, so I thought, well, you know, I want to read more books. I don't read enough books. I'll buy a book that I know I'll probably definitely like because it's based on the film that I like. So I bought Jaws, but I bought the Spacker version. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say It's that? got 10 pages it's, by the premiere. It's 34 pages long. <laughs> well, is it summarised or is that what it well, was? Well, it's uh, like, 
I it looked. I think you know. You look at the picture of it. I'll put maybe put the picture it's up. It's like, like the ladybird version of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Penguin <laughs> Readers. Oh, but I didn't know what Penguin Reader was. I just thought it was a like. Yeah, you if, if you read books, yeah, you'd want to read it. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, yes, yeah, basically. I mean, it's for, for like special needs people um, who don't really know it, but all like first language people as well. The, you've got your finger on a page that actually has a picture of a oh, shark there's... in case they don't actually know what a shark is. <laughs> it's not just a picture of the shark. It's a still from the movie. But it's not a novelization. You know, because you get those really shit novelizations sometimes that come out after yeah, films. Yeah. Like, I remember I having the... the novelization of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had Gremlins. Yeah. And had... Alveda Zane Pet. <laughs> I had Judge Dredd and the novelization from the X-Files episode, Tombs. <laughs> <laughs> I um, read the... Forrest Gump is based on a novel. Yes. I read that before I really understood the difference between books and films. And I just... I what was... did you expect when you opened the book? <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was brought out after the film. So it had the Tom Hanks on a bench on the cover. Oh, so it was, a, it was okay. based on a book. But then... Yes, but the book was repackaged to capitalise on the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like Gatsby yeah. has just been... been yes. Just happened and like thing, Lord yeah. of the Rings films, they have basically yes. scenes from Lord of the Rings on the covers now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a fairly common practice. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But that confused me because I thought, oh, this, I've seen this film before. I was maybe... I was I was quite young. Maybe I was 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, so you thought someone maybe. had turned it into a book, which yeah. is what happened with Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> famously, what happened with Gremlins. And Judge Dredd. <laughs> but then, like, nothing in the book correlated with what I'd seen in the film, and I was just deeply confused constantly. I was like, because I'd read the novelization of Ghostbusters. <laughs> and it was like much, that, scene by scene. That matches it, I like, loved it. The end, I honestly think the end of one paragraph, one chapter of Ghostbusters <laughs> ends with, We got one! <laughs> that's my favourite one. Yes. That's, that's not even the point. That's, that's not, the turning point of Ghostbusters as a company. We yeah. got one is the entire chapter of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's how short those chapters were in those novelizations. The phone rang on the desk. Janine Melnitz picked that up. We got one! <laughs> she screamed. <laughs> it's like, this is what happened Things in the last about chapter. Things change for the Ghostbusters. <laughs> and chapter that, 22. From that point on, it would be a, an, an ongoing montage of success. <laughs> until oh, that's immediately followed by the montage in which yeah. she gets sucked off by a ghost. It's sucked off by a ghost, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> to be clear, this isn't the novelization of the film Jaws. This is... What is it? I guess like a truncated version of the novel Jaws... Based on the film, because there's loads of pictures and stuff in it. So I'd obviously just bought the wrong book. And it turned up, and it was it's so thin, like you can see there. Well, you could summarise it like that. I mean, you could, but you wouldn't want to buy it. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. Um, the most important part of this book is not only that it's 30... Book, Jesus Christ. It's this <laughs> <a> pamphlet. pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's 34 pages long, but at the end there's activities. So it's obviously for like first <laughs> readers or children or something like that. But it can't be for children because of what happens Jaws in the book. Jaws is an 18-rate film. Uh, it wasn't at the time. It was, I think it was a PG at the time. Yeah. You didn't really? see anything happen, yeah. did you? It was well, all cut-away implications. Well, there's, there's a lot of blood. Um uh. But uh, yeah, it was a PG at the time. Like, swearing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of swearing. That um, fucking shark, they would say <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Shoot <laughs> that, that fucking shark. You motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> the first chapter is titled Introduction. <laughs> Amity is a quiet town near New York. Nothing happens there. One night, a young woman goes for a swim in the sea. She doesn't come back. The next morning, the police find her dead on the beach. 
Brody is a good policeman, and he thinks there's a shark near Amity. Young Matt Hooper says it's a great white shark. The fish they call the man-eater. Brody <laughs> tries to close the beaches, but the important people in Amity won't listen to him. Then, on a sunny afternoon, a young boy goes into the sea. That's the introduction. Like That's how, that's how the entire that's thing the, is written. That's the prologue to the film. Uh, no, that's a lot of the film. Like, because Hooper doesn't turn up till quite a long while into it. But that's, I mean, that's how the book goes, pretty much. Um, but at the end, then, there's these activities. So if you read these 34 pages of fucking mental, uh, then you have to do the activities. And the activities are stuff like, uh, after you read, make sentences. And it's just, <laughs> just a list of characters' names and then what they might be. And some of them are fucking brilliant. Alex Kittner is wrong about the shark. Tom Cassidy wants to close the beaches. Jack Foote works for a newspaper. <laughs> Leonard Hendricks finds a dead woman. And you're meant to, I guess, like match up oh, right. with that one. So like, everyone matches up to a thing. To something done. else, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so who finds a dead woman then? I could not answer any of those no, questions. No, no, you see, not, we, not well, he hasn't the, read us the whole book. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I probably could in fairness, and it wouldn't take very long. <laughs> um, but some of, some of the activities are, Brody has a lot of problems with different people. What problems does he have with A, Lawrence Vaughan, B, Mrs. Kidner, C, Harry Meadows? Like so they, I mean, they're all you. Ha, you know, they all the answers so, can be found in there. I'm beginning to worry that you, no, 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 you haven't got an out for this, Gav. I ha, no, I have. It's an activity that you're going to do. Hey, okay. Uh, so, your student A, Stephen. Yes. Your student B, Log. Hello. Reflects the scores that we usually get as students. Uh, it doesn't. Um, what do you call a sexy tree? Stud ent. Hello. <laughs> I'm the, I guess, teacher. Like, I, in, in my head, it was for kids, but then it's obviously not for kids, is it? I'm the teacher. You're going to have a conversation, and in 60 seconds, I'm going to grade you. Okay, so student A, Steve. Yeah. You are Brody. Yes. <laughs> the hot one. You want to close the beaches. Hmm. For a question earlier. Giveaway. Yeah. People are in danger. Yeah, but this is like this is this is advanced oh, okay. in the activities. Oh, okay. That was like number one. This is number ten. Um, you want to close the beaches. Four people are dead. You know <laughs> how do you convince them to close the beaches? <laughs> <laughs> you know that the shark will kill again. How do I know that? You know in your I heart know. of hearts, yeah. Brody, <laughs> you know this. Okay, log. Yeah, what? Student B. I'm the mayor who wants Mardi Gras to go on. You are Vaughn, the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Of course you are. You're always going to be the mayor. I'm not cancelling Mardi Gras for a fucking earthquake. Save this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You won't be graded on anything that happens oh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. You are Vaughn. You want the beaches open on the 4th of July. It's an important holiday and the town will lose money. You think this is like Animal Crossing. You think the shark is a long way out at sea now. Matt Hooper, shark expert, and Harry Meadows think the same. All right. So in 60 seconds, I'm going to time this. You have to have a conversation, and whoever makes the most convincing argument in 60 seconds wins. Okay, so... I'm going to have to stop you there, Brody. (laughs) This town... Has got a financial situation. We really okay. need the beach. So we'll, we'll we'll hear the opening <laughs> opening arguments. Well, it's difficult because I'm going purely on intuition, while the mayor Vaughn has the backing of not one 
but two shark experts. <laughs> so One of them is not a shark expert, sorry. Brody, I'd be more than willing to listen to you if you could provide me with some evidence of your shark expertsy. <laughs> Brody? Well, I'm no expert on sharks, but just look at these four dead bodies, Vaughn. Facts? Four Facts. dead bodies that might not have been done by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> They're just lying there. They ain't talking. Remember that shark expert is on your side as well. And the shark expert says it's not shark bites too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so even if there is a shark coming back in, <laughs> he's probably friendly. <laughs> well, look, just you just need to look at the... F- the flipper stains. <laughs> what? Get my shark expert. <laughs> are these flipper stains? <laughs> Why, yes, they think they are. Flipper stains. Brody, you may have saved a life tonight. <laughs> you have identified flipper marks <laughs> on a dead woman. <laughs> Close this beach! <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. Um, I mean... I'm going to have to give it to Brody because... Why? Then we reach a resolution. Don't make it a competition anymore. No, no, no. There's a mutual resolution there. The The mayor and Brody have just slumped to the floor. Mm. (laughs) Making their own flipper stick. I'm glad the beaches are closed because there is a shark out there. Why? I've seen a picture of him on page 34 (laughs) and he looks pretty angry. But the reason that there's because you forgot that you had two shark experts standing behind you. They could have gone, was that thing? Well, I did. I I didn't forget. I did called I, one of them in, and if you remember, Gav, you actually did the voice. No, for I remember one that, but I did. I did have to remind you, Log, that you had two shark experts there. I had to remind you. Yeah, of that but fact. I needed a glimmer of evidence but from Steve on. first. When he okay. brought up the flipper marks, That's I was true. quite ready to and accept that. And then the shark that. expert said, "Yes, they are flipper marks." Yeah, I know. If I'm not going to consult my experts when any Brody just runs up to me and says, <laughs> "Close your beaches." Using my own voice. <laughs> Actually, I hadn't thought about that. But I'm glad the beach is staying closed because, again, I did see the picture on page 34 and it looks pretty terrifying. That's not so. what happened in the film. Right? The beach is dead open. Well, so that's changing the course of history now. This is so, like Quantum Leap. <laughs> are, we, are we ready to... Why haven't we jumped? Are we leaping? <laughs> I hope if you can't read and you're using podcasts... To make yourself feel a little Let bit us better know, about yourself. I'll send you this because it's a fucking waste <laughs> of a penny, which I yeah. paid for it. Don't listen to this episode. Because it was all, <laughs> all about it's books. very insulting to you. <laughs> it's too but, late for that now. But I bet you're very strong, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Loving you is easy because you're regular. Fisha. 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 Fisha.